Hello and welcome to Behind the Lashes with me, Joanna Lee. In this series, I'm going to be speaking to lash artists from around the globe. I want to know what makes them tick and also how they're surviving C19. I'm off now to Canada once again to talk to Caitlin Elford of Lost Artistry Lash. Caitlin, hello. Hey, thanks for having me back. You are so welcome. Well, I can see you and see that it's a lovely day, but the listeners obviously can't. You are, (laughs) what time of day is it there for you now? It is quarter after 10 here today. And you've you've been enjoying some lovely, lovely weather like we have. Yes, it's been beautiful here, which is definitely a blessing. Yes, it takes your mind off a little bit, the misery that is going on around the world. So what is going on in Canada? So in Canada, um, things are still, we're pretty locked down, but um, I think that we're really lucky because Canada has taken precautions early on just I guess because where we're located in the world we're a little bit further away from where it started so we've been taking precautions from the beginning and luckily in BC where I live um, there aren't that many cases we're actually the slowest um, province in Canada right now with the whole thing so that's been awesome Mm. but again everything is still closed down and people are really taking this seriously so that's good but the yeah the government has been um, amazing actually They've come out with something for just about anyone and people are really just relaxing and keeping a distance. So by that, you mean that the government financially are buoying you all up in whether you're self-employed or employed or? Yes, exactly. Exactly. Okay. So that definitely does help. It does mean that you can kind of breathe because that was part of the main sort of stress in the beginning other than the virus itself it was like how are we all going to survive financially yeah yeah I mean it's pretty crazy living during this time like seeing people walk around with masks on everywhere you go and and just you know obviously I have kids so my kids want to run up to people especially my Mm three-year-old um he wants to run up to people and you can see people like backing away and um here in bc we are on lockdown but again the weather's been beautiful and and it's still encouraged to stay active so people have still been out and about like at the beach and whatever so it's nice to see but it is it is it's different it's very very different and i wonder if life is going to go back to normal after all of this Mm. is there any Is there any indication as to when they might start dribbling people out into, you know, normal-ish life? Not as of right now, actually. The prime minister just a couple days ago um, said that he doesn't think that these current restrictions are going to be lifted for months and months. So Really? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's and interesting. Actually, actually, ferries. So we live on a little island and the fairies have just announced that they're not even thinking about opening for non-essential travel until at least July. Right. Okay. Cause I was speaking to, um, Vilja Birkelund from a lash artist in Norway this morning. And she was saying that on the 20th of April, they're going to open the kindergartens again. And then on the 27th of April, beauticians, including lash artists were back to work. 
Wow. No, there's no word of anything like that happening in Canada right now. But I mean, even, even though the government has said it's going to be months, everything changes day by day. It's, it's so uncertain. So you never really know. I think that's quite brave in a way that they've just said, look, it's going to be months and months because I feel like our government, they sort of give us a little tidbit and then a little week later, they give you a little bit more. It's almost like because if they gave us the real picture that it's going to, like your prime minister has done, we would all go into total meltdown and just go, right, well, screw it. I'm going out. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's true. I, it's so crazy how every, every place is handling it so differently. Like in Sweden, Mm. It's like what they're doing there. That's crazy. And like, I, I kind of understand in a sense where they're coming from, but I actually just read recently that in China, people are starting to get their second round of coronavirus. So I think mm. that that has kind of been put to a halt with what's going on in Sweden, because if you can get it twice and that theory that they have is not necessarily going to work. Well, I think there are anomalies with every virus. I mean, look at chickenpox. You thought that you couldn't get that twice and now kids are, are getting it twice. So I'm hoping that that is, is not the norm. I'm hoping that those are anomalies and oddities, but you just don't yeah. know. And that is the thing. We don't know enough about this virus. We don't really know what we're dealing with and everyone is handling it differently. And that is part of the problem. But I mean, in a way, it's an incredibly interesting time to be alive, but I could do without it, frankly. Absolutely. Me too. That's for sure. Especially like, I mean, I, I feel so bad seeing all these businesses all around the world that are like, they're, they're stressed. They're wondering if they're going to be able to open their doors again. And what's that going to do for the economy? You can't just shut the world down indefinitely yeah. and have no repercussions, you know? Mm. But I mean, we got to take care of of our people and we need to stay safe so it's we're in a really weird and tough spot right now i know and i mean you know after the virus then that you know there's bound to be i can't see how there won't be some massive global recession and then with that comes yeah. mental health issues and uh you know t poverty and you know oh man it just goes on caitlin it doesn't I know. Ugh. that's actually what we were talking about here yesterday because in bc um We've just passed, a, I guess, a law. I don't know if you would even call it a law, whatever is going on right now. But where when all of the provincial parks and the beaches and stuff have been closed down, um, you'll still find a few here, here and there that are, are open. But because those are shut down, I wonder, like, is this going to promote more depression? Mm. Because all these places that, are, that people go to kind of stay busy and, and keep their minds off of it are now shut down. And it's like, holy smokes, not only are people going to get kind of stuck in these little areas these little pockets where there's going to be so many people and you run the risk of running into more people but also um yeah mental health like we need to stay happy as well yeah exactly and look at all the people that don't even have a, a backyard or a garden that they mm -hmm. don't even have a balcony so they really are locked in that that must be pretty torturous and definitely mental health and also domestic abuse all of that is is a worry and a danger I actually fear um, a lot about children. Like, obviously, if you have lived in a, a household that's, let's say, abusive or something, and your escape is school, mm. and now you don't have school, and your parents are dealing with more financial struggles and, like, more stress and all this stuff, I can only imagine what's happening there. But that's a whole different story, but that really hurts my heart. Absolutely. Me too. Excuse me, I'm just having a slight coughing fit there. So how have you been emotionally? Have you been able to keep yourself buoyed up? Are you kind of going down the road of pretending it's not happening and just keeping busy? Or 
what's your kind of mental thought process through this? Well, I must say that I'm really lucky to A, live in British Columbia in Victoria, uh, in Victoria because it is so beautiful here. So it's spring. It's, it's basically summer. Mm. And uh, we are lucky enough to be able to go outside and not freeze our butts off when we're out there. So we've been doing a lot of like, like I said, going to the beach and just spending time with the kids. And I'm also lucky to have this business because it keeps me busy. And I'm not although the business has slowed down and it's super sad that we've had to lay off so many people and that the salon locally is closed, like that, that sucks. It sucks for everyone who is a part of it, but I'm lucky enough that I've been able to kind of focus on other things, like focus on the courses that we're going to launch and focus on these, um, free trainings that I've been doing on Instagram and stuff like that. So that's kind of kept me busy as well as my kids. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm really, really lucky with the weather and the things that I have to keep my mind occupied. So how are the kids all through this? Are they aware of what's going on or are they just sort of living their best life thinking, yay, I've got mum and dad around, the sun's shining, let's go. So for my kids, I, for the most part, they've definitely been living their best life. Actually, my son said to me yesterday because he's in kindergarten and he's like, mom, you can just homeschool me forever. <laughs> um, I don't know once we get past kindergarten if I'll be the best teacher ever. Like right now, it's actually been really fun because we've been able to do fun activities and like I'm teaching him how to read and stuff. But he's in French immersion too, and I'm definitely not French. So I'm like, I don't know after this year if I'd be able to do that, but it's pretty fun for him right now. And then my youngest has no idea. He thinks it's the coolest thing ever that we're getting to go to the beach and just explore around all day. Oh, lovely. So how do you envisage the next few months going? Can you sort of sustain things if, if it is July, August that you're locked down for? What does that do to your head? Isn't that a bit of a brain scrambler? Yeah, it's super strange to think about. Um, I actually haven't put much thought into it. I'm trying to just take it day by day. Sorry. But <laughs> no, it's totally fine. But um, I, I, I mean, we have thought about a lot about it, especially when it comes to our business, because, well, A, the girls and, and guys who work at our salon, they're going to be out of work for months and months. And that's, that's so sad. Um, especially knowing that not everybody has a lot of money saved up and mm -hmm. yes, the government does give at least right now they're giving $2,000 a month to everyone. But I mean, Victoria, I don't know if you know anything about where we live, but it is expensive to live mm -hmm. here and $2,000 a month just is not enough. So I don't think it's going to be sustainable in the long run for a lot of people. And even within our own business. So we, are still open, which is a huge blessing. Um, and like I've said, I've been keeping busy with the things that I haven't had time for for a really long time, like the education, launching those courses is going to be awesome. I've wanted to do that for a long time. But when it comes to sales and stuff, we've, we've declined in sales by 80%. Mm -hmm. And I mean, it's just going to keep going down and down and down the more people aren't working. And so I, I don't know. I, it's, I really do hope that this that we can find a way to get past this sooner rather than later. But I guess we'll just figure it out day by day. Yeah. Day by day, week by week, as you say. When you say that you are open, in what capacity is the business open? Is that just in terms of your lash products? 
Yes, just the lash products. So Lost Artistry Lash, we have Lost Artistry Lash, which is our online lash company, and that's what's open. And then we have Lost Artistry Salon as well, and that's completely shut down. But even the Lost Artistry Lash, we've had to lay off everyone except for one of our um, mm. in-house workers. And yeah, it's just been very, very slow. And who knows? I mean, who knows what's going to happen there? But for mm. now, we're just we're still shipping worldwide. So that's good. We haven't been affected when it comes to shipping whatsoever. People are just nervous to spend money, I guess, because they're not sure how long they're going to have to eke it out. And I suppose those sales potentially could just keep falling the longer we go through this. Exactly. And I, and I get it. Yeah, I totally get it. But some countries are going to start lifting the lockdown and sort of, I guess we're, I guess we might be kind of experimented with, you know. Yeah, I mean, Norway are do, letting the beauticians out. I know that Vilja felt like they were maybe slightly um, not crash test dummies. That sounds wrong, but you know what I mean. Being almost like the the tester. Let's see what happens mm-hmm. to the beauticians when we send them out and back to work because no one else is going, just the beauticians. So maybe that is the way that they will start doing it worldwide, just letting out sectors of society so that we don't overwhelm the health service. And that's scary too, like being the only people who are going back to work. How are you, like, what kind of precautions are you going to take there when you're not even sure what's happening around you? Are people even going to come to your services? You know what I mean? Well, she's got a full week booked. So her clients, she says her clients are low risk and she's totally buzzing and excited and cannot wait to get back to it. And I get that. But I'm sure there is fear and trepidation too, especially as her little one will be going back to um, kindergarten as well. So she's got a double whammy there. Mm-hmm. But, um, I can't believe they're opening schools and stuff too. That's crazy. But I get mm-hmm. it. And eventually we all have to do that. Like, yeah, there, you, we can only shut down the world for so long. It's true. We're just kind of staving it off really. And just hoping mm-hmm. that there's a breakthrough with medication or vaccination yeah. or whatever. Um, in terms of your health service, I don't know much about it. Is it, is it like ours? Is it, is it a state funded health service or is it all private like much of the U.S.? So Canada has free healthcare for the most part. Um, yeah, I would just say that it has free healthcare. I mm-hmm. won't go into, into like details about everything mm-hmm. else, but it's totally open. And actually, I've, I know a lot of nurses who have said that the hospitals have never been this quiet. What? Have never been this quiet yet. A lot of people think because the news kind of makes it sound like there's a lot of people like in and out of the hospitals and whatever, but they apparently it's just so quiet. I think people are so afraid that um, they'll catch coronavirus mm. if they go into the hospital, so they're scared. So what we've done, at least in Victoria, um, they have little locations set up that are outside of the hospital that you can go and get tested. Oh. So you don't have to actually go in the hospital. Okay. Can anyone go and get tested? Yes. At this point, yes. At least in Victoria. I can't speak for anywhere Mm. else. You're going to stop into this location and get tested. That's crazy. Our hospitals are full to the gunnels and overflowing. Our intensive care units are pretty much at capacity. They're building like, well, in London, we've had a 4,000 bed capacity intensive care hospital built in central London, you know, and we're building those in various different places around the UK as well, because we are rammed. 
that's what I was just going to say is actually be probably because of how many people you have that are infected. BC mm. is, has the least amount of cases in all of Canada. Mm. So people are just taking precautions in any way that they can right now. They don't want to go near a hospital because they're like, yeah. no way. If I'm not feeling really, really sick, I'm not going yeah. anywhere near there. So people oh. are kind of keeping their distance, but we're lucky enough that we haven't, it hasn't, it hasn't hit here really hard yet. No. Well, hopefully it won't. And also if your population is lower and more spread out, you know, it's yeah. obviously in concentrated areas in the cities and everything. It's obvious yeah. that it's going to spread there faster because of all the contact. For sure. But and Canada's lot- huge and mm. super spread out. You've got a big land mass, haven't you? And, you know, yeah. so you're, you're really spread out. Well, long may that last, Caitlin. Can I just ask you what three things you... Mm, it's a bit early, isn't it? It's a bit mean. But you can look at yesterday as well. What three things have you done today or yesterday that you can pat yourself on the back for? Hmm. Yesterday, my... Actually, well, yesterday was Easter. Oh, Yes. So Easter was super fun. We woke up my, I had a family day yesterday, so it's nothing, nothing related to work happened yesterday. I took the whole day off, which was awesome. But uh, we woke up in the morning, we went for an Easter egg hunt. We have a beautiful trail right behind our house. And uh, we had an Easter egg hunt all along the trail. And then we packed up our stuff and we spent the whole day at the beach. And then when we got back from the beach, I did lots of learning with my six-year-old. We did some school and it was really fun. And that was about it for yesterday for me. Wow. Well, I think that's maybe three and a bit things in there. So Mm -hmm. thank you so much. I look forward to speaking to you in a couple of weeks, if you wouldn't mind. Yes, I would love that. Well, stay safe, stay well and have a great couple of weeks and I'll speak to you soon. See you soon. 19.